Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. There's a lot of talk in our country going on now about children and what's happening with children and people recruiting children. Who do the children belong to? Yesterday, our president said that children belong to all of us. I would argue that children are the responsibility of parents, but they belong to God. And this is why we see what Jesus said, and we've been looking at the teachings of Jesus, the radical teachings of Jesus, the fundamental, foundational teachings Jesus Christ gave us about how to live life. And I want to see today what he said about children, and particularly a very strong statement. Here we go. He said to his disciples, it is inevitable that stumbling blocks come, but woe to him through whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea than that he would cause one of these little ones to stumble. Now that's awfully heavy language coming from Jesus Christ. Many people think of Jesus just as being very kind, forgiving, and gentle. And Jesus was very kind, forgiving, and gentle with humble and repentant people. But he was also very strong and firm and protective of, of people who were innocent, who were being harmed, or who were being uh, under attack. And he didn't have a whole lot of kind things to say about those who were doing that attacking. Jesus was, he, he was a protector of the innocent. He stood for justice. He, he did what was right, and he realized there are evil people in this world. And he said, woe unto you, woe unto them, woe unto him who would cause a child to stumble. This is not a small thing with Jesus. I've been in Israel, and, and on my thumbnail, if, you, if you're on YouTube, you can see there's a picture of me trying to lift a millstone uh, uh, when I was in Israel, the uh, millstone of which Jesus would talk about. This thing was heavy. There's no way I could lift it. There's no way. I, I don't know how they lifted it in their day. These things were so heavy, big, big rock made to grind the, 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 the seed, the, the wheat. And Jesus, if you got that tied around your neck, and you're thrown into the sea, there's no way you're coming back up. You're gone. You're dead. You're drowned. Jesus is talking about it would be better for that than that someone cause a child to stumble. And we need to talk about this in our day and age because there has been uh, this, this attack upon children. And I would want to say it's unprecedented but it's not. It may be unprecedented in the history of our country, but I don't think it is unprecedented. Let's look at a little bit about what's behind all this. In Malachi 2, in the NLT translation, it says this, didn't the Lord make you one with your wife? In body and spirit, you're his. And what does he want? What does God want? Godly children from your union. That's what God wants. From the union of a husband and wife together, they're to create a family, they're to have godly children, godly offspring, godly seed. Well, it makes sense to think that our spiritual enemy would want to destroy that godly seed. Obviously, 
He hates God and he hates you and me. And he hates our godly offspring. He hates our children. In Psalm 127, it says, Behold, children are a gift from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Well, obviously, Satan would hate our children. He'd want, he'd want them destroyed. He'd want them gone. He'd want to cause them to stumble. We see this in the history. <clears throat> excuse me. We see this in the history in Bible history. I just think this morning, you know, there were some great child killers in the Bible. We have Pharaoh. In Exodus chapter 1, he got the midwives, the Hebrew midwives, and he arranged, you've got to kill the, the boys. Any Hebrew boys that are born, I want them dead. And they began, he put the pressure on them to kill the babies. You say, well, this is ungodly. This was wicked. How could anyone go along with this? And indeed, it was ungodly. It was wicked. Pharaoh was an evil man. People talk about, was it right for God to harden Pharaoh's heart? Do you not realize that before those verses even happened, Pharaoh had commanded that all these Hebrew boys be drowned in the Nile River? I've got a feeling Pharaoh's heart was already hard. He was already a wicked man. He was opposing God and the people of God. And he and he wanted them chill. Now the, the the midwives, of course, they resisted. They were wise. They argued, well, you know, these, these Hebrew women gave birth quick before we could get there and drown the babies. The babies were already born. They did not comply. They did not go along. And indeed, we may be faced in our day where where you ask who's going to stand up. In that day, it was the midwives. It was the women. We might call them today. We might think of them today as like the mama bears who go into a Target and they. And they love shopping at Target, and they love getting their food there, and they like the prices, and they like the clothing, and they like all these things. And lo and behold, they, they're greeted by these pride, pride displays about children, and, and they say, I'm not coming here anymore. I'm not exposing my children to that. That's kind of like these Hebrew women, these midwives. They were like those mama bears who were going to stand up to the Pharaoh, stand up against the king to do what was right, and they knew they were putting their lives at him. My goodness, they were dis a, a, a man who'd ordered the death of the kids, and they were defying him. But they did it. They were courageous people. Oh, how we need more and more people like that in our day. There was Herod. When Herod heard that Jesus had been born, what did he do? Go to Bethlehem and slay all the young boys, two years of age and younger. We want to get this guy. A child killer. And they had no, no reservation about killing children. This is demonic. This was evil. And when we see in our day and age these type things happen, we think this is demonic, this is evil. In Scripture, there was child sacrifice to Moloch. That was evil, to sacrifice children. And indeed, some of these pagan cultures throughout history, they've sacrificed their children to their gods. Indeed, uh, to destroy children, this has always been one of the strategies of the evil one. And Jesus says to cause one of these children to stumble is an offense that he would, that he would say it would be better. It would be better to be, have a millstone thrown, tied around your neck, thrown into the sea. Why? Because he, Jesus knew there was going to be a judgment come upon them far worse than drowning in the sea an eternal judgment that would come upon them.
This is not a small thing in the eyes of God. And so we fast forward to our time, to our century, to 2023, and we see, is this satanic attack on children continuing? You bet it is. You bet it is. Child killers of our day. Well, we've had abortion on demand in our country now for about 50 years. 50 years now that people have been able to kill children. See, it wasn't just the children who were born that Jesus once protected. It's the children that aren't born yet either. And we've had this culture of abortion in our land for decades it started earlier with the Planned Parenthood and Margaret Sanger, a group that I know when I was in high school, I thought that's a good group, only to discover what a what a evil people they are and what they are promoting and how evil it is. It's satanic, the destruction of children. Woe unto those who cause one of these children to stumble. How much more woe unto those who kill a child. And then, of course, we have in our day now, it's going to a whole nother extreme, this seduction of children, robbing of them of their innocence and recruiting them to perverse lifestyles. I suppose this is one of the benefits of the COVID lockdowns as parents began to see what their children are being taught. And they began to get involved in their children's education. They began to go to schools and they began to talk to their kids about what they were learning. And they're finding out that in the school libraries, there's all these books about that, that when the parents, when the children bring them home, show them to the parents, and the parents go to the school board to read them out loud to the school board, they're shut down. They said, that's pornographic. You can't state that publicly in the school board meeting. And yet those are books are in the school library for elementary school and middle school kids to be reading. And these things are being exposed of the, of the seduction of our children to perverse lifestyles. And again, when people say it's one thing to live and let live, it's one thing if you want to do this as an adult, but when you begin coming after children, the people have risen up and more and more parents are rising up. And I hope that you on this, that listen to me and the, the, the small effect I might have on the people who listen here, I hope that you and I say enough is enough in our culture. This is madness. This is insane. Recruiting our children to this, we will not tolerate it. Giving them this literature, we will not tolerate it. I'm sorry, we won't. We won't support companies that do this. We won't support corporations. We won't support schools. We will take a stand when you come after our children. Woe unto those who cause a little one to stumble. This is what Jesus said. And if it bothers him, it ought to bother us. If he's not okay with it, it shouldn't be okay with us. You say, well, we live in America where there's freedom. No, this is, this is wrong. The recruiting of children. I say again, the children don't belong to the government. The children don't belong to the schools. The children don't belong to the teachers. The children don't even belong to the parents. The children belong to God. And as adults, you and I have a responsibility to protect them. In our culture, we have 
many more than other cultures of the world, we allow young adults to find their own way, to figure things out on their own. But parents, Christians, we have a responsibility. You say, well, they're not my children. They're, they're someone else's children. Listen, they're God's children. They belong to God. Children being aborted, children being recruited to these lifestyles, these are God's children. And you and I can't stand by and just say nothing. Indeed, we have to raise our voice. But as much as I'm grateful for these people that are rising up about against Target and Kohl's and some of these stores that are indoctrinating and the schools that are indoctrinating with, with, uh, t- with pride and LGBT-type stuff, I want to say they've been indoctrinating our kids in the schools with ungodly values for a long time. They've been teaching our kids for a long time that there's no God who created them, that there is a that they've been uh, simply evolved by natural processes from lower forms of life. They've been telling them for a long time that you determine your own morality, you decide what's right for you. You don't let any divine character tell you moral values. You figure that out on your own. They, in, they encourage you to adopt your value of life, your beliefs. You have to think for yourself. Indeed, on campus, I, I, I've hundreds of people. I ask, how did you become an atheist? When did you stop believing in God? And they said, when I began to think for myself. Well, where were they told to do that? They were told that in their schools. Someone caught, someone gave them a stumbling block. And as bad as it is to abort a child, or as bad as it is to recruit into a perverse lifestyle, trust me, to teach them there is no God, to teach them the Bible is not true, the Bible is not rele- relevant, to teach them to, that the Bible isn't even to, to poison their minds towards people of the Christian faith, this is a stumbling block. Woe unto them. And my friends, this has been going on a lot longer than the, the LGBT recruitment that we're seeing in more recent years. This poisoning of minds towards those who believe the Bible. It's got to stop. And one way it can stop, parents, take responsibility for your children's education. Take responsibility for the things they watch. I heard recently that of, what is it, people 13 to 17 are spending an average of five hours a day on the screen. Five hours a day. People 17 to 22, some eight hours a day. I think I've got those numbers right, but I know it's five and eight for teens. Teenagers, maybe it was eight to 13 and 14 to 17. Those were the right ages, I'm sorry. Five to eight hours a day. And what are they getting? Do you even know? Do you have any idea? Trust me, there's a ton of stuff that comes over the phone, comes over the screen, comes over the internet that will stumble your children. There's pornography that's coming over there. There's ideas that are coming over. There's, there's anti-biblical concepts. You go to some of these anti-Christian websites or videos and you see they have millions of views. My friends, can I urge you, we as parents, we live in a time when there are people seeking to stumble our children and grandchildren. We cannot be apathetic. We cannot be looking the other way. We cannot be hoping it would never happen to my children. What does this mean? It means that we need to enter into some conversations that might be uncomfortable. 
We might have to talk about some things that we'd rather not that are embarrassing. We might say, my children are way too young to have these conversations. We don't want to rob them of their innocence. And yet, let's be aware, someone else may be robbing them because we have said it's not quite the time yet. Indeed, a lot of children, a lot of people on the screen, their exposure to things that would shock you is happening as early as seven and eight years old. Do you know any seven-year-olds? Do you want to talk to them about this stuff? It's uncomfortable, but it may need to be done. We need to pray and protect because woe unto those who cause one of these children to stumble. It's happening. Might, might we rise up against it? Might this be the thing that maybe awakens us as a, a gone across the line? And I think maybe that's happened. Those of us who are concerned about our country, our world, our culture, I think a lot more are coming to our side because now these corporations and schools, they've realized they have crossed a line that is one that shall not be crossed. Let's pray. Oh, Father in heaven, we pray today for parents. I pray today for parents who are raising children in this culture. Lord, it's not our desire to just run from it or to even say we won't have any kids. It's too dangerous. You desire to give us godly offspring. The fruit of the womb is a reward. It's a gift from you. And we know that Satan is targeting children now and going after them and wanting to defile them. But it's not new. Jesus talked about it 2,000 years ago. Pharaoh did it. Uh, Herod did it. Daniel wanted to, or, or Nebuchadnezzar wanted to indoctrinate the youth of Daniel's time. And indeed, this, the evil one always seems to aim for the children. And so, Father, might we be people who rise up to protect this next generation, to watch over them, to pray for them, to guard them, to realize they're young and their minds are impressionable. And uh, might we have a heart for them, Lord? Help us to know how to have difficult conversations. Help us to be bold and courageous talking with our own children and, and to say things that maybe we're uncomfortable with, but they need to talk with a, a good person about. Help us to realize our children are, are vulnerable and, and that we would provide the protection. Oh, Holy Spirit, we ask you. I think Jesus of how you said they're angels. They have angels in heaven that behold the face of God. Oh, Lord, we pray, send angels to protect our godly offspring, our children, our grandchildren, our generations to come. Protect them from evil. Lead them not into temptation, but deliver them from evil, we pray. Guard them from the things that are polluting the minds and souls of so many. Protect them from the, 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 the friends they're around, their peer group. Protect them from the things they would see online. Protect them from the things they would hear from educators. Protect them from uh, people who would uh, seek to seduce them. Protect them, we ask, O oh God, and help us to rise up to do our part as well. We pray for this. We need courage in our day, Lord. We need courage in our day. We ask you to give it to us. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. We live in troubling times, folks. We need to be courageous. We, things are changing dramatically and quickly right before our eyes. I didn't mention the Teen Vogue magazine. You know, if, you, if, you're, if your teenage son came home or your middle schooler came home with a Playboy magazine or some other, something like that, you'd be quite alarmed. 
think you need to be just as alarmed, maybe more so, if your granddaughter or daughter comes home with Teen Vogue magazine. These magazines aimed, for, aimed at children are incredibly filthy, sexualized, teaching them to be sexualized at a young age and now sexualized into perversion. Watch out for these things. This is the world we live in, unfortunately. Well, anyway, hey, we're hugely upbeat and encouraging here, but uh, this has been on my mind lately. And so I want to encourage you to be strong, be courageous. Join us every day as we get in the Word. We talk about things that are current in our day. We talk about how we can be strong, what we need to be informed about, and how we need to rise above. Remember, don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. God bless you. So glad to have you along with me today. I hope to see you tomorrow, Saturday, as we get here every single day and talk about the Word of God here on YouTube. Or later, you can listen on the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. God bless you. I love you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.